Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Hi and welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Marion Piper. Marion is a creativity coach and copywriter. She supports creative entrepreneurs to become their most creative selves so they can communicate their world-changing ideas with confidence and passion. This podcast is a great interview on not only Marion's journey into finding her digital confidence, but how she marries digital consistency with, I guess, in some ways, digital overwhelm or finding enough space as a creative, especially to reflect and and have time to sprout creative ideas without being tied to the demands of digital marketing. I think it's a great chat and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much for joining me today, Marion. I am excited. (laughs) Obviously, we met, oh gosh, a couple of months ago, maybe longer, who knows, with the realm of time. And I just absolutely loved your energy. And, you know, we found that we had quite a similar, hmm, how would you describe our minds? (laughs) (laughs) Chaotic, maybe? Chaotic. Yes, the black creative. hole. Yeah, yeah. create is a much nicer word. Let's go with creative. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I really wanted to have you on and have a chat and and kind of get your journey and your story about digital confidence and, and where you're at. So to kick off, can you tell me a little bit about you and your business? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my business is under my name. So Marion Piper Creative, um, creatives in the name. And uh, I've been in business for about three, almost three years now, uh, or maybe a touch over three, um, splitting hairs there really. Uh, And I started by uh, offering, kind of doing like the classic, oh, I'll I'll just rinse, repeat what I have just come from. (laughs) because that worked so surely that will work for me right (laughs) Uh, lol famous last words Um, so I started out by offering um, copywriting and I did some illustration and a little bit of creativity coaching on the side but um, I definitely wasn't really thinking about those and people knew me as a copywriter and so that's kind of what I just perpetuated because it was working you know it was a model that I knew really well and uh, I made a lot of money and that was really great, especially going into, you know, I started just before the pandemic. Yeah. So um, having something that was uh, familiar, comfortable, stable during that time, I think yeah. was really great. And yeah. it really gave me the structure and the ability to find my feet um, more so in digital uh, out on my own rather than, yeah. you know, I suppose as an employee within a business. So um, I kind of started out by, I gave myself permission to explore. So I yeah. really was was like, I, I you know, I have this skill. Let's do it for a whole bunch of different businesses and see what sticks and what, and what I like and what I enjoy doing. And then it kind of went from everyone down to, oh, actually, I don't really want to work with corporates down to, oh, I would love to work with creatives to, oh, I really want to work with um, purpose-driven brands because that was kind of sexy at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Still is a bit sexy. (laughs) uh, To kind of coming full circle and understanding that, you know, that my particular flavour of this work 
it can apply to a lot of different businesses and it's more about the people than what they yeah. do. Um, obviously with some exceptions because I have morals and ethics. So there's <laughs> a, few, a few industries I just don't touch. Those um, dead yeah. morals and ethics. <laughs> they get Honestly, they get in the way of making a lot of cash sometimes, um, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, so I've been in this really interesting um, transitional phase for probably the last year as I move, as I sort of step away from the copywriting work. I still yeah. do it because I still enjoy it, um, but it's I'm a little bit more selective these days. Um, so, yeah, offering more creativity coaching and self-care. I'm trying to build out some self-care tools and also um, some art for people to to buy because I think Amazing. that there's, um, yeah, yeah, and I think that there's a bit of a digital saturation happening at the moment. Um, so I'm really conscious of the format through which I deliver my work, um, especially because a lot of what I talk about, you know, being creativity and trauma and growth, mm. a lot of that stuff isn't really well served by um, a lot of the typical formats that we tend to see people's work come in, like courses and those kinds of things. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's been um what I I guess what I love about digital particularly is how flexible it is and you know it is really it is really easy to just test out an idea um and to see it bring it to life uh really quickly which yeah. I think is both a blessing and a curse. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that I mean that's definitely true and definitely I guess reflective of other conversations I've had with you about that time, you know, that time to sit in the thinking and not just be a go, 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 you know, uh, tick the box, action orientated kind of person, which I don't know anyone like that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> having that time, yeah, having that time to to let things breathe and, you know, it, it, I think you're right, there is that almost compulsion with digital that I can put it out now so I should like why would I wait mm. um mm. you know there's not even like I'm a dinosaur marketer so you know before you had to like give it to the newspaper and then there was like a, it's still like a one to two week before anything happened none of that none of that's there now you are you're you know you you verbally vomit it and and there it is for everybody and yeah which I guess for different people gets them into a lot of trouble and then yeah for other people they're not going through those processes of testing with their you know their ideal client or testing with other people or even letting their ideas really synthesize until they know what they want to go out and say or what they want to go out and, and put out there as well yeah for sure and I um yeah I think the compul the word compulsion is definitely true because yeah. uh, you know we're all addicted like yeah. that's not that's not like pussyfoot around the issue <laughs> we're, all, we're all addicted to being online um and it takes you know it's it takes a lot of effort to to step away and mm -hmm. to not be as available and to not be so vocal you know because of that fear that if I stop talking if I stop yeah. producing that people will leave which yeah. you know what like if we're being honest like yeah people do forget because we're all busy and there's there's yeah. so much noise happening all the time but I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing yeah um, I think that there's, I, you know, I like the idea of just keeping a little bit of mystery <laughs> to yourself yeah. um, and about what you do and also taking care of yourself and understanding that, you know, you're more important than, you know, your mental health and your well-being is so much more important than keeping up with the Joneses, um, oh, especially because, you know, business, not all business happens online. Actually, a lot of the best business happens behind closed doors. So, 
in so many ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, but yeah, but uh, and you're right. Yeah, and the 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 incubation phase of the creative process. Like I, I you know, this is kind of how we met. It's like yeah. We, you know, people are so afraid to sit in that space and to really dig into their ideas and and to ask those questions around, you know, what do I think about this particular topic? You know, what 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 parts of my experience can I layer onto all this mm. information that'll make it more robust and more dynamic and and deeper and also more meaningful to me? You know, I yeah. think when we when you work in digital, when you're working in particularly in a service based capacity all the time often it's we focus so much on what our clients need and we forget to to add ourselves into that equation um especially creatively you know because what the work that we do if we want it to last we have to be excited about it and we have to have some kind of personal buy-in mm. uh, otherwise we just won't we just won't show up yeah much. no it's so true and i and i think i think in some ways there is a fear of you know going quiet or or a fear of I've got to get the message out but I think also in other ways we're we're programmed as you even touched on to be always on so so by that you know giving yourself that time I know for myself like it's like allowing that non-productive per se time is just such a disconnect because you know, there's always an email to be answered and there's always a, you know, something to check on or something to wrap up or something to post or something to engage with and and sort of going, no, we're not going to do any of that. We're just going to spend today thinking. <laughs> it's mind-blowing. <laughs> Who knew? Who yeah. knew? It's, and it's uncomfortable. Like in the best way, it's deeply uncomfortable because I mean, I would probably write on my to-do list think so I could tick it off at the end of the day. But, you know, it's just one Do what you're going to do. Do what you're going to do. For the whole day. It's like even just talking about it, I think my blood pressure has risen, you know. <laughs> it's Yeah, yeah. No, it's and it's. I think it's um, our comfort levels for mm. productivity um, are really interesting. And I find I find particularly when we are in, we are trying to bring something to life, whether it's, you know, a business or mm. um, a side hustle or even just, you know, your own personal creative practice, uh, paying attention to those spikes in emotion, I think, yeah. when when you're faced with all these things can be really helpful yeah. to help you figure out, you know, where are your t- where your normal blocks yeah. uh, usually are. Because if it shows up in what, like, it, it'll show up in one particular way over and over and over again until you pay attention to it. Yeah. And so for some people, particularly when it comes to like marketing and being seen yeah. and, and talking about what they do, um, you'll often find it'll like if it shows up for you as, you know, you, you have too many ideas or you struggle starting or you struggle with that first bit, chances are that's kind of what plays out in the rest of your life too. Yeah. Um, because, you know, how we are in one part of our life is how we are often mm. in a lot of our parts of our life. So, um, you know, or you maybe you're someone who gets like stuck in the middle. Yeah. So you, you have a really strong start. You like come out the gate bolting and you're consistent for like two weeks uh-huh. and then some something happens and you just drop the ball. And yeah. then there's then the fear builds up because you're like, oh, I, 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 you know, now I'm not consistent. Mm. But um, even that word consistent, it doesn't mean every day. It just means regularly enough to be predictable. Yeah. So, you know, or, or maybe you're someone who like struggles to press press publish and to finish the damn yeah. thing. Maybe sitting on like worlds yeah. of yeah, worlds of content, which you know 
to be perfectly honest, I've been all of those people. (laughs) (laughs) And and sometimes often all at once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, and and I think as well, you know, it, it does come a lot back to, I think maybe what you like where you derive your validation from, you know, mm. and and I think for me, like being and, and and you know, just thinking about it with you, it's almost like coming back to all that childhood trauma. But you know, being the good girl, yes. like being reliable, showing, you know, I was the youngest of three, I was the only girl. So I think I had a lot of proving myself my whole childhood. So, you know proving like I'm I'm dependable I'm getting it done look at me I did it I ticked the box and I think that that you know that carries through and it's you know I think last year I'm maybe it started this year I sort of made the decision that every email doesn't need to be answered in the same day somebody you know and I know that sounds so basic for some people but I had this huge pressure on myself that you know if I didn't reply to every single email even just to say got your email I'll be back to you soon on this you know that the, the world would crumble and or that people would not realize that I was on top of it and across it and all those things um so I do think that that whole sort of creativity piece and then into your kind of you know your your marketing piece can sometimes also be constrained by yeah I guess those habits and the, that mindset stuff that you've had with you for so long yeah, and and it, I'm glad that you mentioned the the trauma piece um, because <laughs> I do, yeah, I, I you know I kind of do believe that most of us are not everybody, but most of yeah. us are you know traumatized children just in adult adults' bodies, <laughs> um, and and you know it is it does define a lot of your personality and your character yeah. traits, particularly when that trauma does happen in those in those formative years when your brain is developing, mm. you do have these neural pathways that tend to fire and wire together. Um, because when you're younger, right, those those the way that you behave or react to situations become your coping mechanisms. Yeah. And those coping mechanisms, they serve you when you're younger because they save you. So yeah. the problem then happens when you get older and you get healthier and things are okay and you know, something happens and it triggers those old coping mechanisms and it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, for example, when you run a business and then you just, at, you know, keep self-sabotaging yeah. by not talking about what you do, yeah. um, that is not helpful, right? So, yeah. like, you kind of got to go back to the source and go, well, okay, well, when in my life did this behaviour once help me? Yeah. And then recognising and going, well, okay, what's what's something else that I can replace this behaviour with? Yeah, totally. Um, so that I can, you know, start to, you know, see my dreams yeah. come true and stop getting in my own way um which I think um yeah my my because creativity has been my coping mechanism yeah. I feel like it's both the poison and the antidote yeah <laughs> yeah um which a lot of people I know a lot of create other creative entrepreneurs often face is when you um you know you have such a hugely deeply personal connection to the work that you do particularly mm. if you're a designer or a copywriter um it can be really hard to gain the perspective that you need um, to take a step back and allow yourself to to really um, see it see it for what it is, see the work for what it is, not not as an extension of you, but as yeah. something separate to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's so big. I get served a lot of the uh, TikToks on sort of you know your habits now and and where they're formed, and it, <laughs> it does. It fascinates. I'm always saving them. In fact, like it really fascinates me, and I think it's you know that focus of seeing things through your adult eyes as well, you know, being able to now assess through adult eyes that what you can let go of, you know, the the things you don't have to do that you had to do before to protect yourself or to thrive or to survive or whatever it was. 
and really stepping into your adult lens and, and going, well, actually, as an adult, I can navigate this differently now, or I, I don't need that, or that can come from me, or those sorts of things as well. I love yeah, that totally. Sort of therapy sideline that we've gone down. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. So I, I can't help myself. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, yeah, I'm here for it. Um, so let's talk about your digital marketing. How, how did you feel about digital marketing when you started out? Uh, oh, it's funny. Um, I think coming coming into business, well, coming into a profession kind of through the side door. Yeah. So my my career pre um, pre running my business, um, I was in academia for a while. I was working at an art gallery. Um, you know, I worked at a creative summer camp in the US. So I always had my finger in most creative pies. Um, and then it wasn't really until I seriously started to work as a copywriter in um, in the creative ag- agency landscape mm-hmm. that I started to actually understand what marketing is. Um, and so I kind of came into the job being like, I don't even know what that means. And then it's like, oh, it's just letting people know what you do and asking for sales. It's like, okay, cool. Um, on a very, very basic level, right? <laughs> um, so I had to first like come to terms with this idea of like, oh, I solve problems. Mm. Um as opposed to the the more creative, the more artistic way of thinking, which is like I I express things and I create spaces for people to understand and come to terms with things. Mm. Similar but different, right? Yeah. yeah. Because my, when you're when you you know you train as an artist, um, oftentimes money is the last thing that they talk about, which is such a pain because artists need to be the you know we can learn so much from business about how to talk about who we are and what we do and why our work is important. It's often why the arts are so underserved is because the marketing efforts are often focused too much on the work rather than on the value of the work. Yeah, amazing. Um, so it's that, So there's like I've kind of come at it from a very different lens. So when I started my business, you know, I, I was like, okay, there's like so many things I have to learn. Um, and I didn't realise, I think, probably until only really recently that, you know, I can actually like harness my personality and who I am as a way to talk about what I do. Mm. Like it doesn't always have to be so overt um, in terms of sales. Like I don't have yeah. to be like buy this, do this, blah, blah. You can, you know, you can teach as a form of selling. So yeah. I think I think that's kind of where I've sort of start, I'm starting to find my groove in terms of marketing is leaning more on the the education, the value. Um, and that kind of content rather than um, the, you know, buy my webinar, sign yeah. up to my webinar, which I think people are starting to get a bit fatigued by. Um, and, and you know, it, but for some people, they love that. And yeah. I love that for them. And that works. And, and it does work. Um, but for me, I've always, I've always felt really, really un- deeply uncomfortable um, about being super, I guess, forward or maybe forward's not the right word, but too overt yeah. <laughs> in yeah. my marketing. Yeah. Um, I've always much preferred to um, give people something to think about and then that then becomes something that is the gateway into what I'm selling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that makes total sense. And I think I, I think it always comes back to alignment as well, you know, because then you're going to align with those people that probably want something deeper and richer that aren't just looking for a quick, not again, like we preface, not every webinar is a quick fix, not every, you know, sales push is is that, but it's just a different sort of person 
and and given what your you know what your area of expertise is 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 deeper you know you you do need to take someone on a longer journey and a, yes. you know a quick 5 minute download isn't probably going to nail now someone off the cuff they need to experience you you know resonate with you feel that alignment and then they'll be ready you know to probably self-serve and find that next step you know oh my gosh you know i've i've followed you for 2 months and everything you say it's exactly what I need. What can I do? How can I work with you? And, and that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. My my clients are a really long burn, mm. which is why I still do the copywriting work in the side. Yeah. Like I have some people that have followed me for like a year, a year and a half before they're actually ready to commit to themselves yeah. and to com- commit to that next phase because you're right it is it's not like I'm not just talking tactics here yeah this is some really deeply emotional traumatic stuff (laughs) um but that being said that's also why I I, why I'm creating these self-care tools because I still want people to have um something um to be able to to begin that journey and it is it is such a it's a lifelong trajectory that we put ourselves on when we decide to embrace our creative selves so, and that takes time and it takes time to process that. So I think, yeah, I think my my experience of digital marketing has gone from um, what tools do I need? What strategies do I need? Um, what do I have to have in place to, okay, um, what, uh, what, what safety and consistency can I create for the people that need me the most in mm-hmm. order for them to believe that I'm going to be there? when they need me yeah you know and so for me that what that looks like is creating spaces that I can feed um spaces that I can um create almost like little worlds within yeah rather than just like you know the the 30-day content plan on Instagram yeah it's like creating these little bubbles like I've got um I've got my newsletter which is called the creative urge which is very much these very short bite-sized um, emails I do every Monday mm. um, that also talk, like I, I will just casually drop in other things that I'm doing into that. Mm. And they get, I've, I've just been getting so much amazing feedback and that's been growing really quickly, which is yeah. lets, lets me know that I'm onto something, right? Yeah, true. Um, and then, yeah, I've got my podcast, which is like, for me, that's a really slow burn because it's um, one of those things that I, I like to take a bit of time around thinking um, and planning and mm. making sure that I'm delivering something that is going to be actionable and worthy of, of you know, 30, 45 an hour of someone's time. Uh, I don't take that lightly, right? And I think that's the difference between people who keep the, who do the churn and burn model mm. and they just, you know, blast, blast, blast um, versus, you know, creating content that's not just relevant but but is also original yeah. <laughs> and, and, and speaks to who you are, not just what you're trying to do. So, um, yeah, it's been a. Um, I've I've had a very complicated relationship <laughs> with marketing, as I'm sure a lot of other creatives yeah. do. Um, especially when you yeah you are in the business of um, of commodifying creativity, yes. um, it can it can get a little tricky. Yeah, and also because I think, and again, I don't I don't consider myself for better or worse to be a creative person. Um, I know we I, can, we can argue about that later. <laughs> I know all day long, but I think you know, from what I admire in, let's call them true creatives, is there is an introspection and there is almost a need to withdraw, you know, to to be able to really create something that's so self-expressive and, and possibly vulnerable or, 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 you know, there is an introspection and that need to withdraw. 
And trying to marry that up with giving yourself pressure that you need to be present on digital marketing and talking about the next big thing and the next, like, they're two opposite ends of the scale. Yeah, they really are. They really are. And there's always that tension, I think. Um, and it's, I think it's reflected in the nature of creative business. You have the creative and the data, right? Yeah. There's always these, these opposing forces, you know, yeah. between, between what you, um, what you know, what you want to work versus what you need to express. Mm. And, and I think that runs through everything that I do and has been the source of my greatest pleasure and my greatest pain <laughs> at the same time is constantly yeah. fighting, having that internal battle. Um, but the, the good thing is, is like, what, as you, you know, and I, I think this comes with age and, mm. and also developing that's, that's the self-awareness around your identity and, and how you play as a business owner is that when I feel that urge to withdraw, I don't fight it anymore, Hmm. you know. And I I do things like when I'm in a really good mood and when I've got lots of ideas, I will really fight to carve out the time to bulk create a shitload of content so that so then I have something there. So if I know I need to withdraw, I can just pop up one or two things Yeah. um, that, uh, you know, or I'll be really, really blunt about it and say, oh, this last few weeks have been really, really full on. I'm going to take a few steps back. And and I think um, it's perfectly fine to do marketing and do business either way, yeah. um, but you've got to communicate, yeah. right? And, and at its core, marketing is about communication. Mm-hmm. So I think as long as we are open and honest with the people around us about what we're going through, um, it doesn't doesn't affect the doesn't affect your audience too much because they know and they respect it because then that gives yeah. them the permission to do the same. Yeah, and there's role modeling in that, you know, because mm. you mentioned earlier that you really want to bring in a self-care element into the work that you're doing. And and that, you know, that's perfect role modeling to be mm. showing people that might not work with you for a year already that it's okay. It's okay to say, I'm I'm stepping back. I'm I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere, but I'm just I'm going to be less visible for a period and then I'll be back. And, you know, and that's important and that's okay. Like the world's not going to end if, you know, I take two weeks off or I take a month off or whatever it might be. Yeah, and I think too people forget that just because just because if I'm not online, it doesn't mean I'm not working. Yeah. And it doesn't doesn't mean that I'm not doing stuff. You know, I think yeah. it's really easy to conflate the online world with what's happening yeah. in, you know, quote-unquote reality. Yeah. Um, and that's why, you know, these platforms can be really dangerous is because mm. they give you that illusion of like, you <laughs> know, that that's, yeah, the illusion of perfection, the illusion that somebody is just like crushing it and building yeah. their empire, but they could be, yeah, hashtag crushing it. Um, <laughs> but they, they could legitimately be having a nervous breakdown yeah, and you just totally. wouldn't know because they programmed that content two months ago. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's, it's yeah, tricky. No, it's, it's so true. And I think, and I think it's fine to have a break and be doing nothing if that's what you need to be doing as well. You know, um, often it is when we get the busiest with work that then, you know, the digital stuff falls away. I know sometimes I think, oh my gosh, I don't think I've actually physically gone on and commented on something or liked something in, you know, four or five days. And that could be a, a business, you know, really busy time, or it could be a personal time where it's like, oh, and sometimes I'm really thankful for that. You know, I have that thing of oh god I haven't gone and engaged and then I think oh that's kind of cool like that's kind of cool that four days went by and I wasn't compelled to do that um that kind of feels nice that it's not my air you know that I need to breathe it 
Totally. And I and I love that perspective too. Um, and I I speaking of um seeing things online and liking and commenting, mm. I caught a really a short snippet of someone's story today where they were talking about um if you if you don't if you aren't consumed with your life, um life will consume you. Mm. And so I think there's this idea um you know, that we have to be or or that it's good to be, um, you know, across every single thing that's happening online. But all you're doing there is consuming and every second that you're consuming, you're not creating yeah, because you can't do them at the same time. And and so I think, yeah, giving yourself the permission to to step away, even if it's just for, you know, a couple of days. Um, I often find that the second I put my phone down and have like at least a 12-hour break, um, that's often when my biggest and best ideas mm. formulate and and actually come together or I hear the answer to a problem that I've been con- consciously focusing on which you know to bring us back to that incubation process yeah. you know it's when we're doing those lightweight tasks and we're stepping away and um in the car in the shower washing yeah. the dishes that's often when we'll we'll solve the world's problems you know it's yeah. not when we're actually looking them directly in the eye yeah, pen to paper right I'm solving the world. Yeah. Let's go, brain. <laughs> world, world peace, go. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. Damn it. Not even for the greatest thinkers of yeah. our times, you know, often it's when they're in conversation with someone and mm. they, um, you know, have this, this, this concept of creative collisions. It's often when we collide with the brain of another person yeah. and they feed into what we're talking about that something new is formed and, like, that's the creative moment. So, mm. And I mean, that's why we get often get so inspired when we look at other people's feeds and other people's stories. It's not necessarily because what they're doing is better than us, but it, what they're doing has activated something within us that we've been searching for. Yeah. So, and that's the inspiration piece because that word inspire means literally to breathe new life into. Mm. So when we see something that does that, it just elevates us, you know, but it's a fine line between that and comparison. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Ab- yeah. speaking of self-care and then yeah I mean I think the comparison thing is is quite interesting as well you know I think uh, I'm not sure who somebody recently kind of touched on you know what uh, maybe it was Suze or maybe it was yourself um Suze Chadwick but you know when you're feeling that comparison like what is it in them that you're actually envying and how can it either be healthy envy or what does it say about what you want for yourself? You know, you see that successful mm-hmm. vision, let's call it a projection, because we don't know if it's a reality, and you think, ah, this, you know, uh, her. But what mm. is it? Is it that she's 10 steps ahead of you? Is it that she's, you know, creating something or speaking confidently when you're still, you know, holding your tongue? Like, yeah, looking for that lesson for yourself in that comparison. Comparator, I can't say it. Comparing. Comparing. I want to do the itis one. (laughs) Yes, yes. Compare it. I can't even say it either. Never mind. (laughs) No, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Compare it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You're so right. And um, yeah, I I feel like when you are in a place where, especially when you're trying to bring something new to life, Mm. and if you take in too many things around you, it can, you know if you don't if you don't know what to do with that information it can be very damaging yeah. however if you consciously decide to become the scientist of your creative practice and go okay well like if i'm watching you know when i when i watch my you know this person 
um, I get really excited. Well, why is that? You know, yeah. what is it about? Is it what they're saying? Is it how they're saying it? Is it, you know, is it the, you know, the visuals, you know, because mm. there's so many different things that it could be. And I think the really easy path is to take the lower road and be like, oh, like, and just brush mm. it off and dismiss mm. it and be like, oh, they've just probably got a team of 12 behind them, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. But we can actually, you know, use this to our advantage, like you're saying, mm. and recognize oh, actually, maybe this is something that I need to work on or maybe this yeah. is something that maybe this is something that I actually want when I thought I wanted that thing over there. So, <laughs> it could change. Yeah, it could oh, change absolutely. too. And, and I think like sometimes there's just switching off. You know, if, if that person's story is triggering you and you've pulled it apart and you don't think it's because it's what you really, you know, you can't really put your finger, but every time you see their stories, just don't see them anymore. You know, like we're yeah. all at the ultimate control. I've, I've had clients over the years where I've had to say, I think you need to stop looking. Like, I think you need to stop looking at this person's account because it's mm. not serving you. It's, you know, all it's doing is making you zig and zag from who you are and what you want because you think they've nailed it but they're they're, they're not even operating in a way you want to operate in. Like you just need to let it go. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm so glad that you're, that you give people that advice. And this is where we can really learn from the artists of the world. Mm. And there's a reason why they go and they disappear into their studio for six months and don't talk to anybody. Mm. (laughs) It's so that they can actually do the work. You know, you can't, you can't do your best work when you're constantly receiving the ideas, thoughts, opinions, and strategies of other people. Mm. There has to be a moment at which you go, you know what? My inspiration bank is full. I'm going to go and I need to digest. You know, Mm. you don't keep eating when you're full. (laughs) If you do that, you're going to throw up. (laughs) Yeah, you will throw up eventually. You know, at some point you have to go, oh, actually, I'm going to put my knife and fork down. I'm going to go. I'm going to go away. away. I'm going to walk away, right? I'm going to walk away from the buffet at some point, hopefully. Um, You know, and the same applies to um, our marketing and the work that we do. You know, everything, when we're too saturated, we just don't take anything in. That's so true. And I think when it comes to artists, that need to kind of lock themselves away is also that worry of of being too inspired and then, you know, not being original. And I think in the digital marketing landscape, you know, you often see things and you think, oh, that sounds like so-and-so or that sounds like so-and-so. And what's happening is we're over-consuming and then we're almost sort of rehashing other people rather than finding that true original message as well. Oh, absolutely. One of my biggest bugbears is when people try to lean too hard on templates, um, particularly when it comes to copywriting. I think structure is really important, but when people people often come to me and they're like, I want this kind of sale page because so-and-so did it this way and they said that it works. Um, I'm like, yes, that's a great place to start, but also is that what you're about yeah. <laughs> no and and it might be and that's fine and we need to but we need to sense check all these decisions so that it yeah. so that we don't end up becoming just you know a carbon copy of Absolutely. whoever whoever else we've been following yeah yeah with with missing the broader context of who we want to talk to and also what we want to be known for and I've had that exact same experience where I think like and it goes through phases it'll be like this yes. I remember when it was like was it like even like five or six years ago, Amy Porterfield? And it was like every mm-hmm. single coach sent me Amy Porterfield's landing, like, this is what I want for my landing page. It's like, well, then why wouldn't your client just go to Amy Porterfield? Like, 
<laughs> but it, yeah, it, it, it's so true. And I think that, yeah, that that mix of taking time, taking space and letting your true message come out, obviously getting comfortable with that is going to give you the most reflective presence of who you are and what you want to achieve. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing and there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking a template no. um, and adding to it. You know, uh, the creative moment doesn't have to be, you don't have to come up with this stuff from no. scratch. You know, you don't have to market in a way that no one's ever seen before. Like, I think that, <laughs> that that's like too far the other way, right? Like, I'm still cutting edge that nobody even really knows what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> like, you don't have to be that opaque. But yeah. I think even um, even just taking it and, you know, sprinkling on a bit of your personality, whether yeah. that's in your copy or your photo photographs or your videos or even just the fonts that you use and the colours that you use, you know, I think there's, there's so much um, room for, like, small tweaks to mm. these things. But, yeah, I think there's definitely a danger in just, like, rinsing and repeating the things that you've seen before. Um, which will probably work once, but chances yeah. are like th- then you're kind of stuck, right, because you don't know how to evolve it. And yeah. then that's where the real skill is, I think, is evolving that message, evolving that approach so that it grows along with your audience as you teach them and as they get better. Yeah, totally. So I guess I feel like we've kind of gone through challenges and learnings. <laughs> what, you know, what is your piece of advice? And And I feel like we've, you know, we've kind of touched on it throughout as well but you know if you were going to give the business owners that listen to this podcast that advice for finding their feet with their digital you know being more confident with their digital what what would that be I think it kind of comes back to finding your voice Hmm. I think that's a hugely underrated uh thing to possess yeah um because if you do and you know there's so many things that are connected to this idea of voice it's not just what you say it's how you say it it's what, you know, it's it's the message, it's the why behind the what, mm. you know, getting clear on um, on all the things that you want to stand for and then also taking the time to develop your creative ideas um, by connecting all those dots in new and exciting ways because if you don't take the time to do that, um, yeah, you just, you become another lemming. <laughs> <laughs> And that's not what anybody wants because it's not satisfying and you don't feel seen. And business is a huge opportunity to to really let your freak flag fly high. So, um, and I'd love, yeah, I'd love to see more of that happening um, and less of the lemmings jumping off cliffs. Yeah, we don't want any. No, no people jumping off cliffs. Not good. No lemmings. No too lemmings, many. please. Too many. I said that <laughs> vision many. of you know. Yeah. You know how they go, like it's yeah, probably yeah. showing our, it's probably showing our age too, because I'm like, will the will the kids these days know what lemmings are? I know. Well they understand that that was a deeply satisfying game to play for like hours on end, just trying to save small yellow dots on the screen. I know. I know. Up there with Minesweeper <laughs> and other, you know, amazingly fun games that we had to <laughs> <laughs> So so 2D. So 2D. Oh, I, know, I know. Dero, they'll bring it back as retro and make it their own in a couple of years and you know so ask true. us if we know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and life continues. <laughs> yes. And the circle goes on. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. That's such a really enjoyable chat I really loved that and I love exploring uh, you know I think after meeting you I did concede that I am more creative than I I had boxed myself in as but you know I think today you've given me even more new perspectives on creativity and and you know just thinking about 
that pressure and and you know as a as the owner of a digital agency I put the pressure on people to be consistent all the time you know mm-hmm. I, I you know we're always like consistency is king but I you know I think at the end of the day there is that layer that the world's not going to stop you know you're going to be okay your business won't fall over overnight if you need to take a week off or if that means you get super clearer on what you're trying to do and can come back and present it in a a new and more aligned way. Like that's going to be more powerful than if you just, you know, splat it across for the next two weeks with just, you know, being consistent because someone Mary had told me I had to be. (laughs) That devil. (laughs) (laughs) So true that so true though. You know, and it's about I think it's about finding what what consistent or defining what consistency means for you and your business because it will be different. Um, and yeah, and just, I'm so glad that you said that it's, you feel a little bit expanded because that's the aim of creativity is just to, to open the doorway to new possibilities. Um, and there's always another way. There is always another way. So true. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And I hope we get to chat again soon. Me too. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.